Welcome to the Hot Heel Girl podcast. I'm like playing the music in my head. Like- <laughs> Every time I jam out episode seven, I think. Is I think it? Because I lost seven. count already. I know. Every- I label them when I edit, but I I forget which one we're on sometimes. <laughs> when I go to like, I quite literally already lost count. <laughs> I think it's episode seven. Cool. I think. I love that. So throw us in there what are we talking about today we're talking about protein Mm. and eating protein the best kinds of protein why we love protein Mm. just everything protein i know uh because like i guess that this so obviously we're on a lag because we started recording before we even had the podcast up. But for us, we just heard the fitness episode because that one just went live. So this kind of seems timely for this conversation, even though it obviously doesn't fit in for everyone else. Like they're not listening in this order. Right. But I think that's super timely because like with exercise, I find a lot of people, depends who you are, especially I know a lot of people with hormone issues that mm-hmm. I've seen are over-exercising and under-eating. Almost everyone that comes to me, almost 99% of my clients are under eating and yep. either just not exercising or like you said, over exercising. Yeah. And it's, it's quite literally a shit show <laughs> if you're doing that. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so stressful and on your it's, body. It's the hardest thing for most women to do I think as far as like the things that I give them to do when they work with me is adding in more food yeah just because like diet culture and psychological everything that's been ingrained into a woman's mind like in the past like if you're in your mid-20s or 30s in the past 20 to 30 years it's been eat less calories eat less food exercise more and you'll yep. lose weight and it's mm-hmm. just simply not so bass backwards does not work that way mm-hmm. and I agree everyone so like it's funny because I don't see people with like as much inherent hormone issues right like that's not the first thing on their mind mm-hmm. most of them have hormone issues but it's definitely not in the forefront and again almost every single client I see doesn't need enough because yep. I'll go through and I just tell everyone to list like a typical day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And like when I see some of them, like a lot of them breakfast just crossed out and they're like lunch and dinner. And I'm like, okay, so what happens with breakfast? It's always <laughs> like, I don't have time for it. And I'm like, okay, well, it's one of those things you have to make time for because it's a stressor, one, to not eat enough and two, to fast for extended periods of time. That's mm-hmm. a stressor on your body. Mm-hmm. And some yeah. people can, but a lot of women can't. Mm-hmm. And a big thing when people come to me for hormones too is they want to lose weight mm-hmm. because their hormones are off so their body's not allowing them to lose weight. But they're either, like you said, intermittent fasting yep. because they think, well, I need to be eating less food because that's what everybody on the internet is doing. Yeah. And um, also, like you said, like I'll do like a three-day food journal when I start working with someone. Yeah. And like you said, it's usually either breakfast or lunch there won't be anything in there yeah 
and I'm like, okay, this is one of the first things that we're going to, you know, try and work on is we're going to do, um, I'm going to have you add in protein for breakfast. I'm going to have you add in protein for lunch. And it's, I would say proteins and fats too. I'm like, you need both Mm because most people aren't eating enough fats. They're eating either like something carb heavy or like, or maybe not enough good fats. I'm like, we're balancing those meals. We're balancing that blood sugar, all of it. Yep. Yeah. But honestly, like if I can just get them to add, like start with one thing at a time. That's very true. It's usually way better than what they're doing. But um, I have so many women tell me they're like, I have such a hard time with this because I feel like in my brain, it's wrong. You know, like I'm wanting to lose weight and I just can't wrap my mind around. It's reverse dieting. Eating more food and that's going to make me lose weight. And reverse dieting is often so hard for so many people because, Mm -hmm. okay, let me tell you, I've had quite a few people that have come to me that are probably eating 1200 calories. They don't count, but it's no one, unless you are a small child to be eating 1200 calories, that's not enough to fuel a grown human being. Mm -hmm. That's going to mess up your gut. That's going to mess up your hormones. That's going to wreak havoc on everything that has to do with stress, which surprises everything in your body. Because like I said, not eating enough food is an inherent stressor. Like your body doesn't know where its next meal is going to come from. So it holds on to it. So it holds on to that weight exactly. that you don't want it to mm-hmm. because it's like, well, if we have to store up because we don't know when the next meal is going to come, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly feeding it in a healthy way, and when we're saying eat enough food, we're obviously talking about quality too, like firm believer in high yeah. quality food. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that I always stress with my clients too. I'm like, when I say eat more food, I'm not talking about grabbing a bag of chips for a snack yep. or something. I'm talking about, you know, eat the beef jerky, eat the boiled eggs, eat the avocado, mm-hmm. um, make fat bombs as a snack or something yeah. like that. So it's, like you said, it is the food that you're eating also. It's yeah, not and just I f- more, it's the type. Oh, it's it's especially the type because that's mm-hmm. where I always say to start, right? Like, and we have to throw things at people in small doses. It's yep. always like, okay, switch the quality of your food and then try and balance out your meals. Look at your meal and do you notice that there's a protein and a fat in there, right? Just make sure that it's there. Mm-hmm. Not, I never advocate for counting calories because I find it typically just creates a really negative relationship with food for a lot of people. I've done it on myself as like a little challenge. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it triggered the heck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like trying to just see as I was gaining weight back, as I was trying to recovering from Lyme, I was like, let's see how many calories I eat. And it was so incredibly triggering because everything in my fitness pal was telling me like, eat less, you're overeating this, your fat's too much, your protein's too much. And I was like, and I am very educated when it comes to nutrition, you know, like I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. It was just very triggering to see all of that. I was like, Oh my God, am I eating too much? Oh my God, am I going to get fat? That's just where our brain goes. Yeah. Even though I was mm-hmm. consciously doing it as an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. So now to put that in perspective as somebody who doesn't know exactly as much about, you know, like the nutritional side of everything as we do, yeah. then that's going to be extremely triggering. And they're automatically yeah. going to assume I absolutely need to be eating less because this is telling me. Yeah, exactly. So. And like for reference, I eat a lot of food. I eat like 24 to 2,500 calories a day. I've tracked it because I was curious. It's a lot of freaking food, but Mm -hmm. it's to satiety for me. And for you, I'm sure like my body Mm -hmm. is full. My body is fueled and that's great. Mm -hmm. And another thing when you're eating a lot of enough of the right types of food, you're not going to be as tired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like we talked about, calories are a unit of energy. Mm -hmm. Like that's if you go to 
a nutrition class in college, they tell you that calories are a unit of energy. (laughs) Yes. Like we're not making that up. That's literally Mm -hmm. anything anyone will tell you. Mm -hmm. So it's just funny that like, yeah, you're not going to be as tired because it literally provides you with energy. Mm -hmm. And so I guess we can get into like proteins now because it is one of the most satiating macronutrients, right? Like carbs are those quick burners. Mm -hmm. Carbs are the fast acting energy. So that's why a lot of people do need to have be heavy on carbs when they are exercising for sport and things like that, because you need sort of fast energy. Yeah. But protein, a lot more satiating is going to fill you for longer. Mm-hmm. And it's going to help you if you aren't exercising as much and you're still wanting to lose weight, it's definitely going to help you in that area. And as everyone knows, it helps you build muscle, right? Because mm-hmm. it, that's like probably the most common place for protein is like it does help build muscle. Mm-hmm. And, and that even is then, going to help you lose weight. It's hard to um, like even for me, if I'm consistently in the gym, like in the two weeks where I'm like maximizing my workouts, it's even hard for me to try and hit enough protein to where I'm full, but like also enough to give that little extra to build the muscle that I want. So it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. And that's, I mean, so obviously the main forms of protein that you're going to get animal proteins, just going to be the most bioavailable, the most mm-hmm. nutrient dense mm-hmm. and the like highest in protein. Right. So it's going to be easiest to hit your protein goals. Yeah. So that's why when people aren't eating animal proteins, I'm like, all right, it's not, it's going to be a lot harder, right? You're going to have mm-hmm. to either eat a lot more food or just get really like, and I don't love to supplement with protein powders for people. Like if the, if it's someone who truly doesn't like eggs first thing in the morning, they like, can't find anything with protein. I'm like, okay, overnight oats with protein powder, right. Or smoothie with protein powder. Mm-hmm. Like that's not my go-to form of protein. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not, I usually like to get it from real foods instead of protein powders are processed, which is fine, but they just are. Yeah. Yeah. Like me, I'm not a big egg in the morning person. Yes. But I, if I make them the right way, like I'll go through phases where I really like them and then I'm like no eggs for two months. And they're easy <laughs> to get sick of. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like like breakfast sausages, like little chicken breakfast sausages. I so love much. those and veggies. And, but I yeah. do definitely use protein powder from time yeah, to time. Yeah, I do too. And I started it because when I was trying to gain more weight, it was I was really drinking smoothies all the time. It's one of the only things I could stomach. So like, mm-hmm. obviously I was like more calories, protein powder. Yeah. And I'm not demonizing them by any stretch of the imagination. I just go to whole foods first mm-hmm. over that. But protein powders also can be really hard on your gut too, depending yeah. on the protein that you get. Yeah. It depends on the quality of protein. It depends on, honestly, a lot of them are high in heavy metals. So you have mm-hmm. to figure that out too. So like... Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't go to them first, right? Because if someone's like, I'm going to go to Costco and get a huge protein powder, that might not be your best option. Probably going to be full of heavy metals <laughs> because yeah. I know the brands that Costco carries and they're not great. Yeah. So that's why I'm like not demonizing protein powders. It's just not my go-to. Mm-hmm. And because like, I don't know, when I think of protein powders, I think of like after working out, like that guy that always wants a protein shake, which like isn't really what you have to do you no. typically like yeah maybe that'll help you like a little bit but like typically it's just like eat enough protein throughout your day and just make sure you're eating like after you get home from mm-hmm. the gym like even if it's something smaller with protein in it yeah and another tip with protein shakes too is don't sip on them for like two hours 
drink it as if you would be drinking a meal because mm-hmm. it's going to satiate you longer if you do it that way rather than just like little sips yeah over a two-hour time span because i see a lot of women do that too they'll make like a protein smoothie but then they'll sip on it and i used to be guilty of this too i would take it to work in the morning and i would just kind of slowly sip on it for two hours and i don't have that self-control <laughs> i will drink it in four seconds <laughs> It's just hard for me to to drink that much liquid as at once, I think. But yeah. it is definitely much better for your digestion if you're doing it all at and once. And so on that, if you can make it as like a shake and throw other things in it, right, you're going to get more nutrients. I also always tell people to try and chew your smoothies. Mm-hmm. Try and chew smoothies because if you're not chewing, you're not creating those digestive salivary enzymes in your mouth. So then yeah. your body sometimes is a little bit unprepared to digest food, right? It's a liquid, so it's easier to digest, but you're trying to create the whole digestion process. You're trying to get your body ready to digest. Mm -hmm. So like, I personally like the lovebird cereal. They're like Cheerios. I just throw a couple on top. If I have like a protein smoothie or just like anything, I used to do like fat bombs and just crumble them on top too. That was one Mm -hmm. of my faves. Yeah. Or hemp seeds. Not seeds. Yeah. Those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just anything that you could chew. I right? Like I just, for hearty things i don't have a reason why (laughs) but like anything that you have to chew Mm -hmm. because then it gets that digestive process going so what are your favorite like protein snacks because people always ask me that like what can i eat either for breakfast or like in between meals to get a little boost of protein So I am so guilty of loving lunch meat turkey. I think it is (laughs) such a good snack. If you, I'm always going to say read your ingredients because the one at Trader Joe's has just salt and water and Mm -hmm. turkey, which is great. One of those two. Yeah. So like check because a lot of them have a lot of processed junk in them, like just fillers. Yeah. But I love eating that on with like avocado or like in a little wrap, a little turkey roll up. Like those types of things are probably my favorite protein snack. I do drink a protein shake these days. I love Equip Foods protein because it's beef protein. So it's like one scoop is like 20 grams of protein. So pretty high in protein. And yeah, it's like four ingredients. Designs for health one, the same thing, the bone mm-hmm. broth protein. Yeah. Yeah. I like um, a an animal protein. Yeah. But again, check the ingredients because I find a lot of people will send me and be like, is this a good protein? And it'll have like 45 ingredients and it'll be all real foods but that's too much. Your body cannot digest and break down all of that stuff. I'm sorry. Like, even if it's mm-hmm. all things that I would approve in isolation when there's 45 of them. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's too much going on. <laughs> and I'm also sorry. it's going to be very, very small amounts of each Not one of those ingredients. That. Yeah. So I would just go for a full scoop of one thing, which is what the yeah. bone broth proteins yes. are. Yes. It's full protein. And then if you want some more nutrients, just add a couple other things to your smoothie. Mm-hmm. And so for breakfast, I would say like, sometimes I have protein oats. I'm a big fan of breakfast sausages and just prepping them before. I'm also a big egg gal. I know a lot of people aren't, but like mm-hmm. eggs, I only do it about like three times a week now because I did become sensitive them when I ate them too much. Yeah. <laughs> mm, what else? I feel like I always give my clients a billion ideas, but now I'm lost on some. What are your favorite protein snacks? Besides- Beef jerky. I love that. the Costco sells like the little grass fed. The Archer Valley yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah. The Archer Valley or Country Archer. Or something love like Chomps. That. I love Chomps too. They are expensive, 
but I love mm. them. <laughs> and I the Paleo chomps. Valley Bee Sticks are yeah. gorgeous. Um, yeah, Bee Sticks are my favorite. Yes. A good cheese if you can tolerate it. I yeah. Know not everybody can tolerate cheese, but yeah, if you can me. get like a raw cheddar or something like that, I love that. I do love like what you said about the the turkey meat, but my favorite is like a um, what is it? The beef pastrami. Oh, that's my favorite one. Ooh, and I, I do like, like that with some avocado. Yeah, I'm also yeah. a weirdo that eats sardines and crackers for a snack. <laughs> I eat canned salmon and snackers for snackers, crackers for a snack. So I totally get it. Same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I love sardines. Oh. I know that's not everybody's thing, but they are fabulous for your hormone health. They have so, so nutritious. nutritious. Yeah, but salmon they really is also are. really good too. Yeah, because I don't like sardines. I always have canned salmon. I also, this is like off topic, but it's a really great traveling hack if you're not sure if like you're going to have a layover and it's going to get canceled because these days like bring a canned fish with you. I don't give a shit if people around you think you're smelly. It just is going to be like you can get a salad and then put that on top. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's good. That and even like the, the prepackaged eggs but they're a yeah. little bit harder to keep cold yeah so that's that's why i, do like I don't the jerky and the mm-hmm. and jerky sand. i always keep jerky for like a quick snack but yeah. it's not gonna hold you full for as long yeah there's so much protein in fish yeah it's so good it's my fave i mean if you see me travel i always say i pack my canned salmon i don't give one shit if i smell and then i've been with people where they can't find something decent to eat and then they're like Oh, that looks pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, back off my food. Thanks. <laughs> I know. Reed gets so mad at me when I tell him. Um, but he's like, you're not bringing a bunch of food with us when we go to Florida. He's like, it takes so much longer to get through security. The heck I was I'm like, it not. does not. <laughs> he's like, no, you're going to listen to me because I know how to travel. I'm the expert traveler. And I'm like, whatever. It doesn't take that much longer to get through security. It takes like food. one minute. Yeah. You just have to take it out of the bag. Mm-hmm. I have gotten flagged at security more times than I would like. Well, I took us off topic. Sorry. But I I get flagged at security all the time because I have like seven things I need to take out of my bag. And then the one time, like my tuning fork for the lymphatic drainage, they were like, is this a, <laughs> a fire starter? I was like, this is absolutely not a fire starter. This is a tuning fork. So I just like, That's honestly, hilarious. it's just because I have the most foods with me always at all times. Mm-hmm that it's a victory when I don't have to get my backpack opened. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So protein. Also I say like, I mean, there's not really much protein at all, but I do love like a good guacamole cup just for like a quick snack too. Mm -hmm. Again, not really much protein at all, but. Or hummus cups. Yeah. Hummus too. You do have to be careful with the hummus though, with the oils. Oils. Yes. It's tricky. Yeah. I mean, I like to make my own guac way more than I like other guac, but mm-hmm. it is quite literally one of the easiest things in the whole world. Cause I like simple mills, uh, almond crackers still mm-hmm. go to, and those with guacamole again, not much protein in it, but it's enough fat that it's yeah, satiating it that fat. it's going to fill you. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, ideally you'd have protein, fats and carbs, but if you can't find protein in something, go for fats and carbs, right? Because mm-hmm at the very least, not just an empty carb, something that just is going to fill you. 
Yeah. And the reason is because the empty carb, it'll give you that boost of energy for a little bit, but then you're just going to crash again and have more hunger cravings and you're going to want more carbs. And it'll also likely give you a blood sugar spike. Mm Mm-hmm. Which causes the cravings. Yeah. So if you add the fat in there, Mm -hmm. you'll be much more stable. Yeah. But when it's meals, I say like, you need a protein. Sorry. Like you need protein in every single Mm -hmm. meal. But like sometimes with snacks, I'm like, okay, as long as it's like a fat, I pretty much tell people to eat chomps all day, every day, because I should pretty much be sponsored by them. But hey, chomps, please sponsor the Hot Heel Girl podcast. (laughs) We love you. One year, my boyfriend for Valentine's Day gave me a bouquet of chomps, so he gets that is, it. That's amazing. I saw someone else's husband do it, and I not so discreetly sent him a picture of it, and he was like, I got the hint. I was like, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's cute. So on quality of protein, dun, dun, dun. why are we so keen on, I know we really touched on it briefly, but I feel like we need to dive more into like why we're so keen on animal proteins, more bioavailable, way more nutrient dense, way more protein per like volume. Right. Mm-hmm. So and if you're available protein, yes. you don't necessarily use your body can't use as much of the plant protein versus mm-hmm. the animal protein. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, if you're someone that, like, gets a protein powder that's, like, a pea protein, you'll notice it's a lot less protein in it, mm-hmm. right? Like, one scoop will not be 20 grams the same as our bone broth or our beef protein is mm-hmm. because it, it would take, like, 25 pounds of peas to make that much protein. Yeah. <laughs> and they usually don't taste as good either. They are yeah. weird texture. I don't know. I'm just not I a find a lot of people also, like – don't digest them all like you said like it's just yeah i see a lot of people get good on the gut after mm-hmm. drinking that the one uh, like pretty much the only one i would recommend probably is new zest i was gonna say that that's the yeah. that's the one i recommend for people if they don't necessarily love like an animal-based protein mm-hmm. because i know um the one time that bone broth protein isn't that great is if you react to histamines mm-hmm. really yeah. highly and so bone broth protein triggers histamines yeah. if you're very sensitive to it. So that would be a case where maybe like a grass-fed whey if you can tolerate it or the pea protein. I typically don't suggest whey, but I do know Organifi has a good way. So mm-hmm. like there's like a select like two. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That like would, that, because it's suggest. just like so few and far between that I don't suggest it because I don't want people to get things confused and then go to Costco right. and get something like, yeah. If I tell them to get way, I'll pretty much be like these two only. Like that's mm-hmm. it. And it's really just if they can't tolerate anything else. Yeah, exactly. And if they just need to get more protein into mm-hmm. their diet. Yeah. I totally understand. And so, uh, crap train of thought gone give me a second i hate quality, when that happens quality of protein we were on I mean, quality of protein i know i'm telling you it just left oh so i want to talk a little about collagen because people are always like i love a scoop of collagen in the morning and i'm not anti-collagen by any stretch of the imagination but i don't use that as if i'm drinking a protein shake or if i'm making protein oats i don't use collagen and here's why because it's not a full like it's not going to give you 
the full benefit of like a protein powder. It's not a complete protein. That's basically. the word. Thank you. It, it is not a complete have... protein. <laughs> it doesn't have all of the amino acids in it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's also not going to be as filling. No. I do like it. Like just adding some to coffee. coffee. It's a little extra yeah, protein. It's a little like three but grams. It's not, yeah. It's not your ba- full balanced protein profile that you're going to yeah. want. And so that's why I know people that are like protein oats and they put like a scoop of collagen in it. Like mm-hmm. I love collagen. I am not knocking it. Mm-hmm. It is not a, com- does not have a complete amino acid profile. So it will not fill you like those mm-hmm. protein oats. You're going to need to put like egg whites or something in there yeah. instead, you know, like to get enough protein. Mm-hmm. And it's great if like, right, you're waiting for your protein to come in. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that, but like when I use collagen, it's typically only in my coffee just to like get some enhanced hair growth, skin benefits, maybe just like an extra three grams of protein for my day because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it just starts me off on a good note, but I would not go to it for your protein source. Yeah. It's not a protein powder replacement. Yeah. Cause I find so many people think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does say like certain powdered collagens, they'll be like 20 grams of protein. And I'm like, okay, yes, but it's not, like I said, just not your full balanced protein profile. And I'm a big collagen fan. That's what I'm saying. I'm not knocking it anyways. Yeah. Mainly because um, I hurt my knee when I was like 18 and it really is the only thing that I will notice a difference. Um, Keeping my knee feeling good. Because if I start working out really hard and um, don't take it, which was like the past three months, I for some reason just mm-hmm. did not take collagen at all. Mm-hmm. And I definitely noticed it with my knee. It was starting to be really painful, like lifting and stuff. I couldn't yeah. lift as heavy as I was wanting to without it just being in extreme pain. And so I've added in collagen the past three weeks and I can definitely feel a difference in my knee. I've noticed it for like my nail and hair health too. Like honestly, mm-hmm. like stronger, just like my nails aren't breaking, things like that. Yeah. My skin has looked better mm-hmm. since adding it in. But So I feel like we also need to always talk about brands when we're saying that. Um, there's a big brand out there that I don't like because it has tested very high for heavy metals. I don't Does know that I want to say the... There you go. Yeah, I was <laughs> okay. like, I don't know that I want to say the name because I don't want to like... I feel like it's pretty out there though that that one okay good does test pretty high there's a lot of them actually though because that's actually why I stopped using collagen was because the one I was using I realized that it also it wasn't as high as the one you mentioned but it was still pretty high in heavy metals um and if you know there's I think that's the problem with so many of the big brands is that they I mean, kind Vital of skimp on started quality. better and yeah. then it got bought out by Nestle. Sorry, mm-hmm. I said the name. You know what I'm talking about. Oops. <laughs> yeah. And it's also sold at Costco now. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a, I feel like that's a sign for me sometimes where certain products might it's be hard. Yeah, it's hard a little to, bit. to decipher whether it's just really good for them or whether they're decreasing their quality. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't taste good to me vital proteins i've had them i had them a couple times even back i think before they got bought out Mm -hmm. and i just didn't like the flavor it tasted weird i didn't notice anything i used to just put it in like a matcha or something so like i didn't taste it Mm -hmm. but 
yeah, sorry. I know a lot of people think it's good because a lot of like wellness influencers do it and stuff. And yeah, well, the reason why they do it is because <sighs> they <funny>. pay them. <laughs> yeah. And I also think there's a big difference between a wellness influencer and a health influencer, if I'm being totally honest, like wellness influencers, I'm not, I'm not going to throw it out for everyone. A lot of them don't necessarily do their research. They like advocate brands that pay them pretty well that are out mm-hmm. there, or maybe they don't know what to research, right? There's, that's nothing on them. But if they're not someone who's had like a chronic illness, if they're just someone who like wanted to optimize their health, totally mm-hmm. fine. But they might not necessarily know what to look for. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there, I think that are just they're just big accounts. They've grown their account somehow. They might not necessarily have taken any classes in any type of thing, which there's nothing wrong with that. But because they're such a big account, they have so many eyes on them. A brand will just be like, here, we'll pay you this much money to promote our products. It's worth it for them. Because they don't don't know any downsides. And I'm not saying that they're like promoting something they know is bad because they likely don't. They don't know Mm -hmm. the downsides of it. They're like, this is a great product. Yeah, that's the problem with social media is. <laughs> I know. I, it's just, it's There's such just a... Too much stuff sometimes. I was reading something today about an influencer saying something negative about Mountain Valley spring water. And it was an influencer that didn't know what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. There's two sides to literally everything. If you want to go out there, there'll be somebody that will say it's horrible and somebody that will say it's great. Well, they were saying that the total dissolved solids is too high in Mountain Valley spring water. And if you don't know this, you can go buy like a a meter to read it, like literally $15 on the internet. TDS, total dissolved solids, does not tell you what the solids are. So my tap water is going to have really high total dissolved solids, but it's going to be a lot of things like heavy metals and junk. Mm -hmm. But the spring water is going to have, it's high in total dissolved solids, but it's a lot of minerals. It's a lot of calcium. It's a lot of magnesium, et cetera, et cetera. So they just said... The TDS is too high, like I wouldn't drink this, whereas I love Mountain Valley spring water. Okay, I'm sorry, I got us so off topic, but like this is, we're just going to go to controversy today. We are just going to come at people's throats. I guess I'm feeling feisty. It's that full moon energy. Clearly, I'm like, I am coming at the company's throats. No one's going to sponsor us. Just kidding. They're all going to sponsor us because they want to hear our honest opinions. Mm-hmm. That's just the truth. That's how you get people's trust is by telling them exactly what you think. Yep. Agreed. And this is what we think. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's okay to have different opinions than other people, guys. Yeah. That doesn't mean you have to cancel everyone. Yeah. It's it's totally fine if somebody disagrees with you. So what's your favorite collagen brand? Um, Perfect supplements if you're doing the powdered one because they, they test for glyphosate free Mm -hmm. um recently i've been trying the liquid collagen oh so i've been liking it so far okay yeah i do feel like i've noticed a bigger difference with my skin than i have with the powdered collagen i would Um, imagine i feel like liquid just like absorbs better into every for everything anyway so that would like make sense yeah um and the liquid collagen is actually usually chicken sternum collagen so i don't know if that makes a difference because i know there's like the marine collagen yeah which is supposed to be a little bit better even than bovine collagen so i don't know but i have been liking the liquid collagen but Mm -hmm. definitely powdered collagen my favorite would be perfect supplements yeah yeah i know because they test for all those things which Mm -hmm. is why we're saying like 
some things that are higher in heavy metals, again, like you don't have to be a perfectionist when it comes to the health world, but if you're trying to upgrade your quality of things anyways, like it's just good to be aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's another thing with the liquid collagen. I think because it's chicken, it's just naturally lower, going to be lower in heavy metals. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. But it is a little bit pricier generally than the powdered collagen. So. What brand liquid collagen do you use? Right now I'm using the Modere, but I also saw um, Wellovate just recently came out with one okay. too. And it's basically the same thing, except a little bit cheaper. <laughs> so I've heard of Modere. I've just never. Yeah. I'm going to probably try that one after I run out of this one. I you used somebody's that. like $20 off code to buy it otherwise i probably wouldn't have bought it that's fair <laughs> yeah you're like dm me if you need their code i'll find it for you yeah, i give well, out they... everyone else's codes all the time <laughs> i know yeah and then they sent me three twenty dollar off codes like after you purchase to give to people i think so i think that's how people do it no that's great share their codes but i yeah. yeah if you need for any of these companies i don't think i have a code for one of them but I can find a code. For I know somebody who, yeah, who has yeah. a code. <laughs> <laughs> when my clients are like asking about like protein powders, like I don't have a code for any of the protein powders. I love Equip. I would love a code from them. Maybe I should actually ask for one because you I'm should. making everyone else so much more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I don't should. care. <laughs> I that is the should. one thing with the designs for health. Like you can just send them to the, yes. because it's on your dispensary. Yeah. So you can just send it there. But yeah, there's, there's always companies that I love that I'm sending them to different places and I'm oh, like, yeah. this person has a code for this. It's this, whatever. Yeah. And then people are like, that's not yours. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm getting you 20% off. Yeah. We're just out here trying to help you save money guys. I was like, I will scour the internet for a code. Mm-hmm. Like if I see someone post anything about it, I'm like, there's one somewhere. I just got to find it. Yep. Like, They're don't worry. There. Yeah. Okay. So back on protein. So we talked about, I feel like breakfast is where people struggle the most getting protein, right? Because lunch and dinner, you're going to have fish, you're going to have chicken, you're going to have beef. Mm-hmm. Breakfast ideas. I always go to like quiche, egg cups. I do also make my own breakfast sausage. I have one on my website. If you're someone that's like those other breakfast sausages, they are a little pricey, right? They typically do. There's a good one I like at Costco the Amy Lou brand. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Yeah. I love those ones. Mm-hmm. I do like the Applegate ones are pricey. That's just the truth, but they are so damn incredibly convenient. Yeah. So <laughs> they have also the, the Adels ones at Costco too sometimes. And they're very Ooh. similar to the Applegate. And I recently okay. found one it had like mushroom and artichoke in it. It was a brand I've never seen before, but it was delicious. Yeah. And then I made one on my own because I had heard someone doing it just out of like, I do ground chicken and then just like a bunch of spices. Mm -hmm. Love that. Don't make it that often just because I am lazy as heck. (laughs) But if you're someone who's like, those ones are too expensive, Costco first, or you can always make it yourself. You could just get like a bunch of ground chicken in bulk. Yeah. And freeze it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've done that before. It's great. It tastes good. I like the one I make. I just am lazy and don't always want to make it. Yeah. I do that with egg cups sometimes because that is one way that I like eggs because I'll mm-hmm. throw either like turkey bacon in there or I'll chop up some beef sausage or something and throw mm-hmm. it in there. And then I, the flavor makes me like the eggs, <laughs> but I'll just freeze them <laughs> and pull them out in the morning. 
I also like am not someone who's afraid to eat regular foods for breakfast by any stretch of the imagination. I don't feel like breakfast foods have to be breakfast foods. I think you can eat whatever the heck you want for breakfast. Half the time I'm eating meatballs for breakfast too. It's true. It's a hard mind shift for people though. It's just to, a mindset shift. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because they're like vegetables for breakfast. Ew. But I'm like I'm a vegetables all the time. <laughs> I love sauteed mushrooms. I'll buy, I just buy frozen veggies because they're convenient, they're cheap, they're easy. A lot of the time they're more nutrient dense because they're picked as soon as they're ripe too. Exactly. Yeah. And I will just throw them in a pan with the chicken sausages and just saute it all up together. It literally takes 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Like I only do easy breakfasts. Mm-hmm. We're not here for 45 minute breakfast. I guess you could also do like a protein pancake. I don't love those personally. That's literally just me. Mm-hmm. They don't fill me enough. I do that sometimes. Um, I, but generally I will add a bunch of eggs and then also protein powder. Yeah. I just like, even when I do stuff like that, I need something on the side, like an egg or a bacon. I just, maybe it's a mental thing for me. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Could be. Everybody's different. Yeah. Also love a good breakfast taco. Actually, I make pretty much everything in a breakfast. Breakfast tacos, breakfast pizza. Where I live, breakfast tacos are like... Because you're in Texas. They are... They're like a religion. I love breakfast tacos. (laughs) We have a whole um, gas station, like chain. You're making me skeptical now talking about gas stations. They literally have a taco, like a breakfast taco company inside of the gas stations. Okay. So you can get your gas and your breakfast tacos and not going to lie, I've eaten way more of those than I probably should have. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know that I want to eat anything from a gas station, but I'm hearing you out. You would think that. um, And you do have to be selective on the gas station that you go to. Like some of them I'll walk in and I'll be like, "Uh, no thanks. But the other ones, they'll be like super clean and they're really good. So hear me out. I also love bacon for breakfast. And I know pork, right? <laughs> I personally don't eat pork really at all. I'll eat it sometimes, but I really only eat bacon. That's the only pork I eat. I love a sugar-free bacon. I just they are pretty high in sugar because it's a preservative typically. Mm-hmm. Look at your bacon, get a sugar-free one. I get mine at Butcher Box or I do love the one brand they have at Sprouts, but I don't remember what it is. I guess it's like a paleo yeah. something. Yeah. There's quite a few out there now. When mm-hmm. I first started not eating sugar was literally <laughs> six years ago and there was one brand and it was Applegate. Yep. And the Applegate's one the when I didn't want to buy Applegate, ButcherBox had one with no sugar, but that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely a lot more popular now. You can pretty much do a quick Google search and you could find a meat subscription box with sugar-free yeah. bacon. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's way different now. Yep. I can tell you about the good old days or the not good old days, the dark times when I had to drive like 45 <laughs> minutes for all the food. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now you can get it at Walmart sometimes. Yeah. Some of the spices I like, like I love the paleo powder spices. They make a phenomenal blend. The AIP blend. It's like just a perfect Italian blend of spices. If you haven't tried it, you should. They have it at Walmart now. Love it. Really? Yeah. Probably not our Walmart. Mm. Fair. It depends Not all on Walmarts. it depends on your demographic for sure. It does. It really does. In yeah. Your area. We found it at the Walmart at uh, in Ocean City, Maryland. 
down at the beach. Yeah, I don't think it's at our Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Our Walmart just got Olipop. Well, that's great. We love that. Yeah. I know someone's going to come at me and be like, you eat bacon. And yeah, I eat bacon. I know pork is higher for parasites, right? You got to be more aware. I don't eat bacon every day. I don't even eat it every week. I -hmm. just like to enjoy bacon. And that's like one of those things I'm not going to get rid of if I eat like I make sure it's organic and I make sure it's sugar free. I'm like, I don't care. That's not like me. Gr- yeah, that's like me with sushi. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry, I'm not giving up my sushi. I love sushi. <laughs> and I just think that you need to just be more aware. And I always tell everyone, like, your risk factors, maybe you don't necessarily change your risk factors when it comes to parasites. Maybe you're just aware of them so that, mm-hmm. so that you know when to parasite cleanse and when not to a couple times yeah. a year. Yeah. And that's what I tell people too. I'm going to enjoy my sushi. And then I will probably do a full moon cleanse. Later. Yeah. I'm like, so. I eat bacon. I also simmed the shit out of it. So like <laughs> I'm a crispy bacon everything. person. So it's probably all dead anyways. Yeah. But yeah, I just like and the same thing with dogs and then being on your bed and on your couch. Like you're not going to kick your dog off the couch. I'm you know, not. I'm not like certain things that I'm like, you're just not going to not do it. You're not going to not touch doorknobs. Like, <laughs> I mean, in the age of COVID, people have Don't even not, but now Don't we have the foot, the foot openers where you grab it with your foot. I've always like, loved a foot opener. It freaks me out because I, I so often when I open the door, somebody else is coming in. So I'm like, they're just going to jam my foot, my leg back into my <laughs> To my body. That's an irrational fear. It is an irrational fear. I'm very aware of that. But that's what I think about every single time. They're going to jam my leg into my body. Oh, God. That's... I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware it's it's irrational. But... I'm sorry that you're so scared about that. <laughs> Reed's going to hear this and just roll his eyes and be like... <sighs> <laughs> It's like she literally has irrational fears about everything. I mean, we all got a couple, right? It's fine. Anyway, I feel like we kind of got off protein topic. Yeah, that's what I feel like this whole talk was, but I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. It went protein, something else, protein, something else, protein, something else. It just collagen. Yeah, Yeah, no, I don't get me wrong. I reined us back in once, but Mm -hmm. I Courtney's left the building. (laughs) So, so I think we covered why we like yeah. protein, kinds of protein, mm-hmm. protein breakfast ideas, mm-hmm. collagen. Yeah. Is there anything else? We could touch a little bit more upon like what we were talking about with people eating more food. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so important. So like, you know, we touched on a little, but I feel like we just need to go deeper because people need to understand how greatly the amount of food you eat impacts your health Mm -hmm. like I want to stress it I want to beat it into the ground so that you know you have to eat more food like not be scared to eat more food eat it because you know it's fueling your body because you know that that is quite literally how you survive not just for the sake of building muscle right like we're trying to do you're even if you're just a regular person who's trying to maintain Mm -hmm. if you don't eat enough food like we said your hormones are going to get wacky yeah. Not eating enough is a stress. There's a lot of stressors in the world. 
and there's internal stressors like infections and stuff like that. And then there's external stressors. And I always say like the internal stresses we work on, right? Like I work with clients on that, but like we try and limit as many external stressors as possible. Yeah. And eating more starving is one yeah. of those things that you can so easily change. It's the easiest thing. Yeah. It's quite literally like you're starving yourself and fasting. Ooh, I think we need to just touch on that real quick too. <laughs> Cause we said we like threw a little, you know, little bait out there, but we never fully touched. Mm-hmm. All of the studies on fasting have been done on men. Men or postmenopausal women. And that is because they need to control, right? Because in the trials, you need to control in a test group mm-hmm. and they need to control the menstrual cycle. You need to all like be in the same phase or whatever. And that is why it's all been done on postmenopausal women or men mm-hmm. because no period, no menstrual cycle, nothing to worry about. Yeah. So there's quite literally almost zero science on fasting for menstruating women yeah but yet i see so many people doing it that are clearly not postmenopausal yet and so many people should not be doing it mm-hmm. and i'm not saying everyone because maybe some people are good with fasting we're all very very different mm-hmm. i most yeah, women I do see a very select few handful of women that it works well that's what them. i'm saying it's select but it's it's not, not the majority many. yeah Especially not if you have any kind of existing hormone condition, but even or if you thyroid, don't, let's, let's be real. Yeah. Anything with your thyroid, you mm-hmm. shouldn't be fasting. No. Hormones and thyroid not. go hand in hand. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Any kind of thyroid or hormone condition, if you already have it, please do not start intermittent fasting. And if you do start intermittent fasting, it's likely going to lead to some type of hormone Mm-hmm. issue Imbalance. Later on. Mm-hmm. and because we do just fast when we sleep like you do you sleep and your normal fast is normally around 12 to 16 hours just by eating on a regular schedule mm-hmm. mine's like 12 because yeah. i'm a hangry bitch regardless of how much i balance my blood sugar i wake up starving mm-hmm. <laughs> so like and if you don't wake up hungry or like at least get hungry within an hour or so of being awake. There's probably something going on there. Yep. That is off balance. It's usually your stress hormones mm-hmm. are too high and that's why your body isn't registering the hunger signals. Yep. And we also need to touch on starting your day with coffee. Mm-hmm. Like just coffee. <laughs> if you're intermittent fasting, but then you also have the black coffee in there, which people are like, doesn't doesn't break my fast it's gonna add more stress to your body it's gonna spike your blood sugar it's gonna spike your cortisol it's just it's gonna make your hormones go haywire it's gonna make you more hangry more stressed out i just (laughs) it's this it's not a good thing so i want to touch upon cortisol so cortisol is your stress hormone Cortisol mm-hmm. and melatonin go in very opposite directions for the right reasons, right? So your melatonin is highest when you should be going to bed. It's usually around like nine to it's I think eight to 10 PM. It should be your highest. Should be right. Yes. Should be because yes, a lot night. of people have messed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So melatonin should be the highest between eight to 10 PM. And that's when cortisol is the lowest, your stress hormone. So you're mm-hmm. getting ready. Your body's ready to sleep. And yep. quite literally the opposite when you're supposed to wake up, it's usually between seven and nine, I think, or maybe it's six and eight. I think it's six and eight. Yeah. Okay. So the cortisol should be the highest and the melatonin should be the lowest. That's why your body is naturally rising. So mm-hmm. your cortisol is your highest when you're first waking up, right? Again, yep. should be mm-hmm. if you're not all whacked out. Yeah. 
if you're starting up here and then you're going and you're having a cup of black coffee before anything else, Mm-hmm. that's just making your cortisol way higher. So like, that's not how your natural cortisol curve should be. It should be highest first thing when you wake up and then it should start to decrease from there. And then it should plateau out for a little, and then it should just dip a little bit lower when you're about to fall asleep. I'm also going to say, if you're someone who works out first thing in the morning, I'm talking about females, you should probably eat something first. Yep. I like, I love a morning workout. A fasted morning workout is going to put too much stress on your body, too much stress on your adrenals, too much stress on your mitochondria, too much stress on your hormones, on your gut, on literally everything, Mm -hmm. because it's already up here and you're just going up there. Yeah. Can't even see my hair. It's going way high. (laughs) And that's where I'm like, okay with the carbs and stuff. Like before your workout, like eat a banana or something like that. Yeah. I try your blood sugar a little bit, but I try and say like make a protein ball or something like there's nothing wrong with having carbs in it. But like personally, I don't feel good when I just eat a carb and go work out. It depends on the carb for me. Um, Sometimes I will eat like cold potatoes. (laughs) I feel like that's so different though. You're right. It depends on the carb. But um, I feel like when people are eating bananas though, uh, it's not enough. A lot of times I'll throw like a couple on a it. couple nuts. Yeah, I was just going to say a couple nuts with a banana. Yeah. Honestly, one of my favorite things is those little beef sticks from Costco because it's just like a tiny little beef stick and I got something in my stomach and it I doesn't really bother me. What I call a poor man charcuterie before I go work out, I'll have a chomps and then like a bunch of crackers. <laughs> so fave. I love that. Or I do a turkey wrap, which my friend politely roasted me for when we were at a work we went to solid core and I didn't get to finish in my car so I'm sitting there sitting on the machine before it's starting taking a couple bites and she's like you're disgusting who eats a turkey wrap at 5 55 in the morning and I'm like you're gonna be beat as shit because I ate before this workout shut up hot yield girls eat turkey wraps that's who you gotta do what you gotta do like normalize the weird shit I don't care right. and also I always tell people if you're going to like, I don't really advocate. We talked about in the fitness one, like high intensity interval training for most people that see me. If you are someone who likes high intensity workouts, you absolutely should not do it first thing in the morning. No, it is awful for your body first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And especially fasted first thing in the morning, high intensity workout. That's literally like the worst combo. And I know again, a lot of people will drink their coffee and then do their really high intensity work that's what i'm saying like drink your coffee eat nothing high intensity workout like you are starting in a freaking stress soup in the morning Mm -hmm. of course you crash later on because your cortisol is all the way up and then it's just plummeting to the ground Mm -hmm. that's not gonna be good for your body even if you balance your meals later on in the day right like that's just not the way to start your day exactly yep yeah if you really want to do what I think is an easy small change for your health. Just have some protein first thing in the morning. <laughs> yep. Have it before you eat, drink your coffee. Just get those proteins and fats in, ladies. Yeah, please. Or some people I do say when they're like, I can't eat anything before I drink my coffee. I'm like, okay, then literally make a protein coffee. It's not my number mm-hmm. one tip, but if they are firm in it, okay, drink a protein coffee. Yeah. And or add and add like a splash of MCT oil or something yep. in there. Yeah, I still would say eat protein first, but I have yeah, had people push back on that. So yeah. <laughs> I'm 
like the non-negotiable put protein in your coffee. Yeah. Usually most of my clients are pretty okay because they're like at that point where they're really ready, you know, they just want to balance their hormones. So they don't give me too much pushback about doing the protein first, but it's only happened a handful of times. There's a, there's a couple of people. Yeah. I'm like, it's not, it's not as common because most people are, yeah, they're so gung ho. They're like, I'll do anything. It's Mm -hmm. fine. I know we came for a lot of things throats today. There was really some feistiness, (laughs) but we're just trying to help you and don't make all the mistakes I did. I used to, well, I did cut out hit in the morning, but I used to wake up at 5 a.m. I tried to eat before, but sometimes that made me nauseous. And when it started making me nauseous, I would just not eat fasted, Mm -hmm. go work out like yeah. Courtney, what were you doing? And then of course my adrenals got shot from that, right? Like my adrenals were not happy. Yep. And that impacted my thyroid. Thyroid is fun. Oh my God. The thyroid's always impacted by the stress. And that's why I'm saying, even though we did not touch upon it at all, like thyroid, I'm by no means a thyroid expert, but like one of the main things you can do for your thyroid is by decreasing your stress, like overall. Mm -hmm. And like we said before, just eating enough is a very simple way to decrease one of your stressors on your body. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of other stresses in the world. You may not be able to eliminate, right? Some people are like, I have a two and a four year old. And I'm like, that's stress that you're not getting rid of. (laughs) You can't do anything about it. We're not, not going to do a long time. Yeah, I'm for like, a long you time. can't do anything about it. So there's like small, a lot of small things you can do, like going for walks mm-hmm. after meals to also help balance that blood sugar, eating enough food, eating enough protein. Like there are so many things that you can't control in this world, like control the small things that you can. Yeah. And even a lot of people, I think you burn a lot more calories than you actually realize even just doing nothing because I... I'm pretty active and even I was surprised cause I did one of those body scans and it shows you like approximately how many calories you're burning and like just me at a resting state, like the amount of calories that I was burning was I think close to 1800 calories without doing anything. You're like, and, that's not my workout. That's like- <laughs> yeah. That's just me doing my day-to-day life without adding in any extra workouts or anything. So if you just think about that, um, if it's hard for you to wrap your mind around eating more protein, I like to actually encourage people to go do one of those scans so you can actually see how many calories you're burning just doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And so that's how many you need to definitely be eating every day. Minimum minimum and if you do any type of extra workouts you definitely need more and just like okay i know we said we eat a lot of food right i'm not saying you need 2500 calories i'm not even saying you need 2000 calories maybe aim for just like more and if you're eating high quality food you have to eat a lot of food to get that many calories in like people Mm -hmm. are always concerned like what if i'm eating too much and i'm like well because when you're eating a lot of like fruits vegetables meats like they're not, they're not very calorically dense. There's not many calories. Like no. you have to eat a pound of freaking broccoli, which I do, but like <laughs> not everyone does. Right. Yeah. I'm like, and that's why we like animal protein because it's very satiating. Oh my it's God. very filling, but it yeah. doesn't have a lot of calories in it. 
it has not when you compare it to the alternatives right yeah and that's why i'm such a big red meat person personally because (laughs) i know we actually didn't talk about that really we were talking about like chicken sausages and chicken but i love red meat Uh, give me a choice between red meat and chicken and i will take red meat yeah chicken's okay red meat Mm -hmm. and also when it comes to the quality of meats which i guess is another thing we actually didn't really talk about we started to and then we got off track yep um Obviously, we are all for like grass-fed, pasture-raised, organic, but I know that can be very expensive. Yeah. If you can't, like if you have to kind of pick and choose, I would almost always go for a pasture-raised or organic chicken. Yeah. But conventional, even just conventional beef is going to actually be better than conventional chicken. So generally, not always, but generally... A lot of beef is still on a pasture for some of its life and then just supplemented with grain. So it's still Mm -hmm. going to be better than just like a standard chicken that lives its entire life in a cage and is fed GMO corn. So, you know, if you don't have the budget to fully get grass fed everything, pasture raised everything, I would always try and get your poultry meats organic or pasture raised if you can. And then if you have to eat conventional beef, like that's, that's fine. Maybe don't get the cheapest cut that you're like the the absolute cheapest meat that you can find. But like, if you can get like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. It's hard because like you said, not everyone truly can afford it. Right. So we have to speak to like eating vegetables and meat is always going to be better than eating standard American diet, whether it's organic or non Mm -hmm. eating vegetables, fruits, maybe some grains and meat like is always going to be better than just like standard processed foods. Yep. And there are ways to get them cheaper. Again, it's not as easy. We like things like misfit markets. We love a farmer's market. Mm -hmm. The meats are generally more expensive at a farmer's market. I will say, um, you can usually find ground beef for a pretty decent price, but I would also look up farm share boxes around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If because, you can find one of those, they're actually usually pretty well priced. Yeah. So if you like can get part of like a CSA and like a farm share, like those, usually everything's like just cheaper than mm-hmm. at a regular yeah. store. Yeah. We have one of those that I just recently found and I really want to try. But like you said, I love, we had almost all of our red meat, I would say from Misfits. And then I do a lot of ground beef from Costco because they're organic ground beef. Is we do a lot of ground beef from Costco. Very decently priced. Oh my God, it's phenomenally priced for the amount you get. Yeah. <laughs> Each one's a pound and a half, and it's mm-hmm. like three of those is like, I think it's 30 $20. now. Ours is 20. Yours is 20? Ours it's is 20. definitely more than 20. <laughs> I keep waiting for it to go up, but it's still, it's 1998. Ours was 20, and then over the pandemic, it it did increase. Okay, well, I don't think it's quite yet. 30. I think it's like 28. Ours has not yet. So please, please stay $20. <laughs> yeah, ours definitely increased. It was, it was really cheap, but it still is. It's yeah. still a good deal mm-hmm. for how much you're getting. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Costco, Misfits, Butcher Box is a very common one. I have never it's, been a huge fan of Butcher Box. I don't know why. It's kind of expensive. It is a But the quality, expensive. honestly, is phenomenal because it is all grass fed. Like yeah. we like Costco, right? Because, but it's organic. It's not grass fed. Mm-hmm the you can taste the difference when you get butcher box yeah for sure so i don't get it like 
I get it every other month and I get like one box Mm -hmm. instead of like doing more just because that's what fits in my budget. Yeah. We're not perfect here, people. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like we said, do what works with your budget, but just and I got grandfathered in for a lot of things for butcher box. So like, I don't know if I would necessarily do it now, but I got it like literally five years ago. And then there were certain things that I got like for life. Like I have a ground beef for life in every box and a free bacon for life in every box. Yeah, I think that makes it a little more worth it because you can just kind of just stockpile that beef. <laughs> yeah. And it's only like they only give me two things of beef, but that's free in every box. Mm-hmm. And same with my bacon. Yeah. What was the other thing you said that we didn't touch upon? Quality? I think it was just the quality. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought there was something else. M, where do the people find you? You can find me at Emily Joy Wellness everywhere. What about you? At The Rooted in Health, TikTok, Instagram, my website, the as in T-H-E, Rooted in Health, not B-E. I had I people ask me that. I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, they both they both work, I guess. But yeah. Well, I'll also leave the links in the description box so you can find us there also. And links to getting stuff from Courtney, links to getting stuff from me. But yeah, literally just check out our Instagrams because everything yep. is there. Everything. And if you like this episode, we would love it. If you subscribe, we would love it. If you left a rating and review, we want to know what you guys want to hear from us. Honestly, we are just riffing off the cuff what comes to our minds. So if you have anything, DM us, leave a comment. We want to hear from you and we want to make this podcast what you guys want to hear. Absolutely. So we hope you enjoyed our protein chat with a lot of tangents yes. and Courtney's feistiness. 